0: Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.
1: Still, i to throw some
0: shade, Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag her. Drag her. Drag is a fight. Drag is Drag her. Drag you Oh, wait, it's me, Sugar, and I'm not lip-syncing for some reason. (laughs) You're listening to Drag Her, the one and only RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Podcast. (laughs) And I am so delighted to be joined today by my guest. I'm Mono Agapia, but my guest is, I mean, writer, creator, actor, genius, wonderful best friend who was kind enough to invite me with her
1: um, to the Drag Race finale. We got Rachel Bloom. I'm so happy to be here. Also, I couldn't have, I mean, who else would I, like, you're the first person I thought of to invite. It's very uh, kind. And there was a moment where I I got the tickets and Gregor was there and I was like, oh my God, I got tickets to the taping of the finale. And he, he looked frozen because he's like, oh, oh no, <laughs> she's going to make me go to a nine hour drag race taping. I was like, I'm taking my, and I said, I'm taking mono. Is that okay? And he's like, yeah. so okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please.
0: It's very funny, I mean, let's get right into it. Look, yeah. we, we it, it's, a, it's a long event. There's just no hiding it. If you didn't know that, it is an extremely long event. And um, it, there were highs and lows when we went, huge highs. I think we
1: should just walk people yes. through the general timeline. Let's, I, I, I'm I love adjusting. that. Can I am just adjusting. I wanna hear myself more, there we go. Um yes. Does that adjust my sound at all, or is that fine? You sound good to me. Okay, great, great. So, I think it's okay. just the way I sound to myself. So, all right. It's downtown. It's here's downtown Ace Theater. Here's what you're not seeing. So it's downtown LA. Yes. Um, for those of you who don't know, downtown LA is is a very weird place because it's it's always potentially in the transition of like being the next it spot. Uh-huh. So you have uh, parts of it that are quite run down and sad, but then you have parts of it that are really, really cool. And then you have parts like, the Ace Hotel Theater, the Orpheum mm-hmm. Theater—that are these amazing theaters that have been there since the twenties. Yeah. That started as, I believe, vaudeville theaters, then became movie theaters, that went mm-hmm. back to being theaters. And the the Ace is just—it's beautiful.
0: It's gorgeous. It's we—it's alien esque. It's its almost like Barcelona inspired. It's it's gorgeous.
1: Yeah. Um. So we had to get there. I believe the email said <laughs> no, no is later. It- then 4.45, you will be locked out at if five. you're not in there. Yes. So we got there around like 4.15. Mm-hmm. Uh, mingled. Mm-hmm. Mingled
0: a little bit. We saw Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. What a fucking sweetie. What a sweetie. Uh Mo Hart. Lovely people. Uh, uh, we didn't even get to bump it into Cole at first, which was heartbreaking. She was, we didn't find her until later, really. Yeah, it
1: was hard to find people. She was also in the front row and then Jinx took her seat midway through. So then she was yes. bumped <laughs> somehow to the back. It was chaos.
0: And then they were telling everyone like, look, if you want to get a drink, you have to get a drink before the show because they just stop serving. They just stopped serving before the show. I would love to hear stories from years past why they just don't have alcohol during the seven hour taping. That would be, I'm sure their stories, but they have no drink and no food.
1: So, I've been to other TV tapings, and I, our final episode of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was a concert, um, not mm-hmm. unlike uh, this series finale. We actually looked at the Ace Hotel, uh, and it was too long for us. It was too far back. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, so the thing you have to understand when you go to the taping of anything TV is even if it's like, quote-unquote, a live show, you're basically an unpaid extra. and yes. that that's any... That's any TV taping. That's I'm sure any taping of American Idol. Yes. Anything that has a live audience. Um, I had the pleasure of attending a taping of the Frasier reboot because I'm a Frasier oh, yes. super fan. Yes, but Fr- yeah, you're you're watching. You're basically part of the crew. You're watching. Uh, you're watching everything happen. You are you are on a set. They are stopping. They are starting. They are redoing things. They Quick are. Quick question:
0: are they using the old Frasier song for the Frasier reboot?
1: I feel like know? I haven't been sanctioned to to say
0: oh, okay. Anything won't, won't about report. the Frasier
1: reboot other than I was there on a night that Kelsey Grammer was also directing. That's amazing. So, it was very cool to watch him do a scene and then say, "Okay, okay, to take that line again." It was it was it was quite it was quite cool. I love um, it. But I'm I also it. I'm also a Frasier head. Um, I'm all over the Frasier Reddit. Uh, <laughs> like my my Reddit, Reddit my Reddit I never uh I like my Reddit likes are like Fraser roller coasters yes. um various mental health things uh drag race mm-hmm. drag race gossip and then like earthquake safety <laughs> Yeah <laughs> As um, I so
0: you were saying, we were unpaid extras. Anyway, so,
1: so look, that that's what it is. You're at that's a TV You have so, the
0: pleasure of seeing the finale of your favorite TV show.
1: Yes. So we get there, and then maybe maybe Mono would be more interesting. What do you think about going through the yes. entire? Finale, but but also telling people w- what actually was happening. OK, OK, yeah, yeah. So we should go ahead and say, OK, so right. So
0: opening. OK, yeah. So opening. Right. Because we're seeing the RuPaul song moment, which I should say was interesting to me because it is one of the only things that they ran more than once. Like what shocked me is how many things were done once and they were they were done. Yes. These girls did not do their lip sync performances twice, which we'll get into But this Rue opening was one of the only things they ran a couple times. And it was late in the night.
1: It was, we didn't see RuPaul.
0: Till what? Until nine? Ten.
1: Yeah. And I have to say, um, Michelle, uh, Ross, Carson, Uh and T.S. Madison were fucking working the room so basically in between usually at a show you have what's called like a warm-up comic mm-hmm. you have a comic to keep the audience warm you have or you have someone doing bits in between setups because mm-hmm. film sets are quite boring but in the case of the finale filming it was just on those four to like do trivia questions with the audience which is shocking so, they're
0: paid they're paid from the TV show and they're doing the job of warm-up comics
1: it was pretty stunning they were working so incredibly. Michelle was fucking she was working her ass off. And yeah. um it, you know, giving out prizes, engaging in trivia. And I was yeah. so surprised they didn't outsource that, but it was very impressive. Um
0: It certainly kept people more engaged where it's like the the hosts are doing this, you know, as opposed yes. to someone like we were sitting next to Alec Mappa. I could see Alec Mappa doing a very good job of that, but they they got the guests from the host to do it.
1: It was awesome. It was very impressive. So I okay. So this first also, thing where I the, almost
0: killed Alec Mappa. Um, but <laughs> that's only that's only because he was high on an edible, and I I, <laughs> I almost <laughs> killed him. And I've told him this to his face, just to be clear that I he was deeply annoying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. To, uh, when we walked out, you said I hate you so much, but I couldn't tell. You say that to Oscar so much, and I know yeah. how deeply you love Oscar. So I'm like, oh, either he. Deeply loves Alec, or Alec uh, legitimately was doing something.
0: It was to both. Annoy him. It was kind of similar to Oscar, where it was like, "Oh my god, you're actually making me laugh," and also, "You have to shut the fuck up because <laughs> you're doing bits while like Rue is talking."
1: <laughs> like, yes. yes, he was talking a lot. You're right.
0: he, was, okay. he was
1: talking. He was talking a lot. Maybe he wait.
0: was. RuPaul doing her number. Um, obviously, we're seeing the girls walk out first. Should we talk about the girls walking out, or should we talk about the Ru moment?
1: So, well, well the first thing we see is the girls walking out, right? Mm-hmm. And that was the first thing we saw in the night. Yes, that was legit the first thing we saw in the night. Yeah, the audience was ready. We were hot, hot. It was awesome. Um, this goes by so quickly. Obviously, they only have an hour for the. Fin- Why was the finale only an hour?
0: I, that's a good. Well, I mean, it was an hour without commercials, right? Because I mean, with commercials, it was still oh, an hour and I a half. Guess,
1: yeah, but no, it, oh, you know, oh, maybe are you oh, okay? That's okay. So it was an hour and a half. Okay, yeah, I that think makes it sense. It was still an hour and a half, but they took they really took their time with this runway with all of the girls coming out, and I have to say, like, the standouts for us. Irene Dubois thing If you didn't catch it On the finale Right her whole thing is quick. It's a callback To the dead butterfly moment So you'll see She yes. throws up these And like We were all laughing Super hard They don't really show it Right But it was so funny And I got I'll toss in my chirp
0: It's a gorgeous look Oh Yes I know that was it was while being there that was a weird thing to notice too of like oh the sound mixing is fucked like I get it they're they're trying to even out the sound but there's no peaks and valleys for when we had bigger reactions like we had bigger reactions to some people and they kind of kept it pretty even across the board.
1: Well, okay, so I think there's a couple things. I think they, uh, I think the music's so loud it's hard to isolate. So when you're, when you're on, when you're a judge on regular drag race, you know, you Mm -hmm. do the runway runs once with music. And then the second time you do the runway silent so that you can hear the judges critiques Mm -hmm. because you isolate the sound. But here they didn't isolate the sound. There was always music. So I think it must be also very hard to, I don't know how much the audience was mic'd as opposed to the stage. Like it must be hard to isolate those things. So you can't really tell there was cheering and laughter, but yeah, we were laughing a lot. At least we were. We uh, were having uh, a blast. DuBois. Yes. Irene was funny. Poppy was funny. Poppy.
0: I got to say she popped her. Cr- she cracked the this little tiara open and spread it toward everyone. And they cut it out of the edit. Um, oh, you're right. She did a Mean Girls reference where she cracked that tiara in half and gave it to everyone. I'm like, come on, leave that in the edit. Let her
1: have a moment. Well, why didn't they do that? I don't know. They shouldn't have the time. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that was a very that was very fun.
0: It was very fun. Okay, I'm chirping. I'm chirping in in, in quickness. I mean, I don't think there was any burps here. I mean, Sugar looks amazing.
1: Sugar looks great. We will talk about her choice not to lip sync in the Drag is a Protest song, which I think it was a choice, but like for her, the song
0: was a protest.
1: (laughs) 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 That's great. Okay, Uh, Amethyst. Yeah, I get it. Hannah Montana or something. Yes, yes. That's just past my time. The Hannah Montana. Same.
0: I missed it just barely. Yeah, Robin. Okay, these are all chirps. So keep keep. Robin Fierce is a
1: chirp. She's obviously, gorgeous. we Vanessa to her. Vanessa Williams. You see her next to Jeffrey. The Vanessa Williams. Was not there the whole time? She wasn't there for the eight-hour filming. Obviously, no, she was
0: there for the Queen of the Universe promo, and she hit it.
1: And that was actually the first thing they filmed. Was yes, the, Queen. the first thing of the night was the Queen of the Universe uh, promo. Yes, they were—they were
0: getting us hot. They were getting our reactions. That's the other thing, obviously. That's probably obvious to everyone. They get—they got us. They made us bark like dogs for like. <laughs> <laughs> 40 minutes of like happy, excited, swaying hands, which I'm, I'm shocked. They left a shot oh. of me not swaying hands in there.
1: Oh, so I noticed that I'm very, so, so, so yeah. So one of the, sorry. So one of the activities that you do when you're in between setups is audience reactions. And yeah. Michelle and Carson were leading, were like, were, and Ross were like leading these. They're like, okay, now react as if a queen just said something shady. It, yeah. you are, you're acting for them. And then at one point, they're like, all right, you're listening to the song. We're going to play the instrumental sway. Mm -hmm. I didn't notice you weren't swaying. I am swaying hardcore. And I just have to say, never in my life have I organically swayed to a song with my hands in jazz had mode that was very directed. So I just, for anyone like, whoa, that's how Rachel Bloom reacts to like a very powerful potent song about drag like no that wouldn't be my natural inclination that was a
0: direction it was very kind of you to do it I couldn't I couldn't do it I'll do anything I'll look like an idiot I can make myself look like an idiot like they capture some actually dumb looks on my face that are authentic and real and I'm here for that but I I couldn't sway I couldn't do it it was too much sure Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, we're just we're chirping all these looks. Look, Robin's sickening. Uh, Oh, this was a good moment,
1: right? So, Aura, my what you have, what you have to understand is when she unfurled this fan that said "drag is not a crime," it was a standing ovation. People were losing their minds. I think they maybe didn't have time to show it, or I don't know. Oh, they show it a no, no, they do show it a little bit, but it's like it really was a A a quite moment. It was a powerful, huge moment.
0: Yeah. True. Jack's looking cute. That's a a chirp. That's a chirp. It's
1: all a chirp. Spice chirp, of course.
0: Duh. Love it. Uh, If I had to pick, I would say Sugar looked better. I don't know why I'm comparing them.
1: Mm.
0: Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. Crabby Ursula. Love it. Uh (laughs) Sebastula, if
1: you will. (laughs) I want, this is also, um, if there was a drag show about periods, she'd play your period. But like yes. your fabulous period.
0: Yes. Okay,
1: now Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is playing your period when you're spotting. And yes. you don't know if it's over yet.
0: Right, uh-huh. It's day seven or eight,
1: dare I say? Oh, I'd hope not.
0: <laughs> that shows you how much I, <laughs> I know mean, about know a what? woman's everyone body. Ble- everyone bleeds at
1: different <laughs> rates. Everyone, it's a whole thing. Okay, Sh- Selena. Oh my God, Selena's titties. You, this was... This I mean, was the Mano, moment. Mono and I were losing our minds. We We stood up. To me, she won the fa- the night out of Fashion. everyone. And we were also sitting next to Selena's boyfriend. And so yes. we were like, oh my God, Selena looks unbelievable. And we, we were sitting pretty close to her. So got to watch her the whole night, like with that voluminous skirt, like kind of barely sitting in the seat. It, it was, this look is just fucking fantastic. And again,
0: I have to, like, there's no, okay. There's no way, the timing does not work out. But the fact that she's wearing her ass is cake and it's ready to be eaten. And she recently popularized, Uh, eat my ass faggot. Like, is this (laughs) all, is this all on purpose? I can't tell. I don't think so. I think it's too, I mean, you can't make a garment that quickly. No, I think
1: it, I think it was being, oh my God, I didn't, I didn't even connect eat my ass. I just (laughs) thought it was the reveal of the cake, but that's so smart.
0: I swear, I, I, whatever, I was losing it all over the place. Yeah. Lucy, what do you think of Lucy Spooky Loki?
1: I thought this was great, and I thought it was very against type. Yeah, I thought it was really fucking cool. I thought it was Lucy being like, "You, you say I'm not unique? Fuck you! Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I mean, I don't think I've talked about this season yet on this podcast. I, I, I have an affinity for the theatery queens who are yes. maybe like a touch bullied. Um, yes, it, maybe it's because I, I have a personal, uh a triggered connection with anyone who's super try hard dramatic and Same. the and then the mean girls are like why are you getting all upset we're not even bullying you like if that's just very uh
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's very Triggery's. things people have done to me uh yes. so i think lucy was a touch bullied throughout the season uh so i was rooting for her but then at one point i i like met her and I was like, "Oh, we're gonna have a moment," and like we didn't, but <laughs> still, love to her.
0: Yeah, love to her. You know, she just she had that unfortunate, the classic, the the new like the um. I want. I guess I want to call it like the uh, talent be damned edit. It's like we don't care that you're talented. The show is here to torture you.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit of the Jan vibe. Yep, of, Jan. of someone who is just trying super hard and. Yes. And and th- and you see the effort be- and that's not a I don't think that's a bad thing and there's um an effortlessness to the way that Lux and Mistress like shaded her that yeah. I I I don't have that effortlessness. I don't have that like effortless high status insult level. I just spiral totally. if someone's making fun of me anyway. I'm with
0: you I'm with you we don't have to say that these top four all look unbelievable and gorgeous so we can talk more about what you were saying this is when we were actually hot as a crowd
1: yes so this was all this was all in a row this was there weren't breaks in between this runway all of the queens came out uh, in a row the music didn't stop I mean something they didn't show which I think is smart because it would have tipped the hand is when Sasha Colby came out right it was a resounding standing ovation. I'm not on Twitter anymore, so I think if I'd been on Twitter, I might have have understood that she was the fan favorite. But you, the electricity, when mm-hmm. she came out, I was like, if Sasha doesn't win this, yeah, that's actually going to be insane. It, it, it was fully the
0: vibe in the room. It was like, it, to the point where I feel like Anitra herself was relieved. Like, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I really did feel like when, especially, okay, we'll talk about that later. But when they crowned Anitra, it felt like she was living in that moment because she knew it was not going to be on TV.
1: Ab, ab, absolute, totally. Yeah. It was It is interesting because they crowned her second. So Sasha was first and there was this thing of like, oh, this is the real winner. And yeah. announced her name first. Yeah. Yes, I. I totally... And yeah. I think they're setting a neat trap for an unbelievable all-star. Oh my god! Do. It was just—it was so. It's so Sasha's year, so Sasha's moment, and the crowd just it was lost just their mind.
0: Undeniable. It was undeniable. It would be a relief to lose this season to Sasha Colby. I mean, yes. You can't take it personal.
1: Well, because otherwise, if you win, it it would be kind of like, a I think, the outroar of the outroar, the uproar a little bit over the Lawrence Chaney versus Bimini. On yes, the U- on the UK. uproar and uprage. And like, I don't think Lawrence Chaney had a good time winning. Like Lawrence Chaney left Twitter. No. OK, so so moving on. So now we're, we're going to say
0: mistress th- did get a huge reaction too, and she oh. everyone else left the stage in an efficient manner. And she was out there for a while.
1: Mistress won me over more in, yeah. in this, and I think Mistress had a good season. I just again, I'm I'm uh, uh, triggered by people. Who you thought she was a little throw, tough. I'm triggered by people who throw effortless shade, and then when you're like you're insulting me, they're like, "No, I'm not. You're just sensitive." Yeah. that I like. Right. That that is that's it's a just, dagger, uh, a dagger I, in the I feel. I feel personally bullied. Um, I but get it. She was great in this episode and she's had great moments, great amazing fashion moments well, all season. you're just so
0: empathetic. Cause I think like at truly as a cunty drag race fan, I was able to, de- to detach myself from the reality of it. But the reality is that, that that would be hard to deal with while trying to compete in the drag race, <laughs> like in the show.
1: I think the other thing is that I, I, I regularly have dreams where I'm competing on drag race. And I don't know if it's because I was a judge one time. God, or it's I just want because that. I think it's like I see an affinity with the queens. I, yeah. I don't know. So I I always in the back of my head, maybe because I'm a selfish only child, kind of picture <laughs> myself like what would it be like to actually be there and how incredibly high stakes and high pressure it would be. So I do feel a certain empathy being like, this is so... It's just been, having been in four years of production, I know how hard production is. Well, and that's the what idea I was say like, is a like you camera, do this. Yeah, like the idea of like, My worst moments in production, a camera being on my face too. Yeah, like we all have bad moments. And would I be able, someone were like, I don't know, calling me like sensitive and over dramatic, And I was on four hours of sleep. And this was the most high stakes thing I'd done in my career. Would I have like the best comeback? No. So maybe I empathize too much. I'm kind of a wet blanket. I think you empathize, but
0: I also think, no, you're not. I think you empathize. And I also think like truly from my limited time being on the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend set, I saw how you, like the Drag Race Queens, like you really do, you did everything on that set. You know that, it's not a secret, but like watching you do everything and bust your ass to do everything, like write a song, write a scene, direct, talk to the choreographer. I mean, like you're kind of, maybe it's because you've lived that life of putting yourself in everything.
1: And it's, you're right, because on the set of Crazy X, and this doesn't have to be about me, but it was doing a but lot of is. things in a similar way that is asked. Of you on drag race. Yes. But the drag race schedule is harder and you are filmed every moment. So I guess that's why I really feel the agita of yeah. um and likewise, like impressed when someone like Sasha Colby's like, Yep, I'm fine. Right? This is what I meant to do, and I'm I'm not <sighs> cracking. Okay, real quick. Silence, Rachel. Oh. I feel like taking
0: a break before we talk about this gaggy RuPaul moment. <laughs> Life doesn't happen biweekly, weekly so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last-minute gift for, like, your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not, because earning Go! Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hi, I bet you're a little intimidated of therapy. Be honest, I think we all are. Um, It's kind of scary until you get into it and you realize, oh, holy shit, this is the land of Oz and I could be in the Emerald City all goddamn day long. That's what BetterHelp has done for me. It's put me in touch with a licensed professional therapist who is able to communicate with me in ways that people in my life can't. Don't just talk to your judies, okay? Because your judies can't be as direct as a licensed professional therapist can. And these therapists can talk to you in any way you like. You can chat, you can do video, you can do phone calls. It really helps me to have that malleability. And I know it'll help you too. So why not do that while saving money? Money that traditional therapy can't guarantee. That's right. BetterHelp gives it to you for cheaper, entirely online, conveniently, flexibly, suited to your schedule, mama. So go, fill out the brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed professional therapist. Wanna switch? Guess what? There's no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash dragher today to get 10% off your first month. Ooh, that's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash drag her. Bring back my break. Okay, we're finally talking about the Rue entrance. So what are you this, going to say? So this
1: is what? This is how many minutes into the episode?
0: Tw- li- four.
1: Four minutes. <laughs> For us, this was four hours into the night. Yes, we were like, where is RuPaul? Where's and finally, Ru? here she was. We filmed this a bunch of times, I think, for the Ru reveal, so uh-huh. that they could get the screens. Uh, right. Right, because then she stepped out. Oh, oh! it's right. so that it, this dissolved. That's what it was. Yeah.
0: It was like an appearance thing. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. And the dancers are around her. This is later in the night, so... <laughs> we got to talk about this soon. We are down a dancer, which we'll talk about very soon. Yes. But okay. So what RuPaul doing her thing, this is one of the only things they ran like three or four times.
1: I think because of the screens. Yeah. I think just because that, again, that dissolve, I'm now looking at it. That was a visual effect. Like there yes. would have been, there would have been no way to make it look like Ru wasn't there. Right. And then suddenly she appeared. So they just filmed it once without Ru. Yeah. And then they, they, Filmed in another time without Rue and then had Rue come in. So that was a, a very it's a cool effect. Subtle effect.
0: Very subtle. It's, it looks like it could be a lighting trick. Um gorgeous. Love Rue. And I gotta say, it was so cool seeing Rue also run the room. Like yes we both loved that when she was just like casual kikiing less light there's a little bit too much light on my
1: face oh my god Ru- yeah. yes so in the similar way of watching Kelsey Grammer direct an episode of Frasier mm-hmm. <laughs> Rue it's not like Rue's just the face of this thing and someone else is the master no 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 Rue is running the show Rue would say okay let's take that again I flub that let's do that again and then yeah Rue one point said that light seems a little harsh I feel it can you dial it back and this is something Rue I think knows exactly how she looks at any given moment. She knows Mm -hmm. her face so well. She knows exactly what lighting is going to look right. It was awesome.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was awesome. She was casual. Obviously the crowd was like hushed in between takes, but she had a levity to her and she was able to be like, Hey girl. Hey, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. Like she was constantly just like saying hi and connecting and like keeping the mood somehow very playful, even though uh, over a thousand people are, silent as they, their jaw is agape looking at Rue run the show. You know, it
1: was, it was very cool. And, and I think her sisters were there. Her yes. family was there. Yes. And she kept looking at them and saying, it's just like mama's living room. It's just like mama's living room. And you can tell, <sighs> oh, that's, that's how she's keeping down her inner saboteur. Right. Yeah. Uh, is like, she just tells herself it's no different than performing in mama's living room. And she kept, uh, she was so casual and loose yeah yeah and that is
0: a great performance trick i've and i've weirdly thought of something a similar thing when you're like if you're scared pretend the audience is your charmed uncles like your you know what i mean like those people in your family that are already fucking charmed by you as a kid it's a great trick
1: (laughs) it's all about turning off your demon i i coached with this uh guy, Jack Plotnick, who's a great acting coach. And he talks about like your acting vulture and it's like Mm. a vulture on your shoulder saying like, you're going to mess this up, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, um, when you do an audition, pretend that you're already on set and they say, Mono, oh my God, you've been doing such a great job. We, we have it. Let's just do one more take for fun. (laughs) <laughs> pretend genius. that every audition is that <laughs> it's all about like lowering the stakes and you can tell like, Oh, that's just like what Rue's doing.
0: That's genius. That's yeah. That's what she's doing. And I, you, you would hope at this, at this level of expertise, you are able to better do that. Um, she's the best. I can't believe she still does the show.
1: <laughs> Unbelievable. It's, it's his, it, we, we talked about it. It, it is, I don't know if she'll ever not do it. I mean, it's in the height of it's more popular than ever.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, and, but I mean, and I'm just, yeah, I'm here for it. She's the best yeah. at it. It's her She's fucking She's the best legacy. at it. She's fucking gaggy. We're, we're watching Anitra's Package. Love it. Love. I love I love the look they added to these packages. I want to say this is I don't love a package in a finale, but these packages were pretty tight and pretty. We didn't we didn't see these on the day.
1: I know. I'm sad we didn't because it would have been a great way to honestly fill the downtime.
0: I know. But I,
1: they probably weren't ready yet. But I I did yeah. love these.
0: Loved them. Loved the looks. I loved it. It was pretty tight. It wasn't overblown. I mean, Anitra's looks are insane. This silver disco ball moment. Ugh, the fork. The fork. I. You better walk. You better walk that forking duck. Is that what hey. that was
1: thinking? Hey! No, no one said that.
0: Hey! Look, she looks incredible. Now, okay, let's get right into it. The Anitra thing.
1: So, okay, so, so we watch.
0: You're gonna blow your minds right now. Okay,
1: okay. So the sequence of the night I want to say is. We see the queens come out, not yes, Rue.
0: not Rue. We, we see, did the Leland then, song.
1: Then we did the Leland song, Drag is a fight, drag is a protest. <laughs>
0: they ran that a couple <laughs> times. Then there was
1: the Jinx number.
0: Yes, which was amazing. And they did do
1: that twice. Yes. To, yes. So that you could get a camera on stage circling her face. Not because yes. Jinx messed up or anything.
0: She nailed it.
1: So then finally, so it's it's going slow. You know, it's a TV taping, but finally it's, I don't know, maybe we're an hour and a half, two hours in and uh, I'm in the bathroom, but unbeknownst to me, they have started Anitra's final number. Yes. Uh, I hear some music. Uh, I come up from the bathroom. Something has stopped and I'm so focused on getting to my seat. Um, and I do have, I believe, like a cup of water with me. I, I <laughs> go into the seat and I say to Mano, so what's the haps? And Mano's like, um... It's very serious right now. Look on stage. And Mono, what, what has happened? So, okay. So from my point of view, I'm like, oh,
0: shit, Rachel's not here. Whatever. They'll run this a couple times, I think. Um, so they've started the number. There are six dancers in this number. And um, it's exactly as, you know, it's the Lotus song. She's doing pussy. And each doing some pushy, pussy shit, pushy shit. <laughs> and. She I got to say what is crazy is like this edit doesn't capture it because she was fierce. She was like lion like she was like maybe too amped because she did a stunt that she did a stunt where she was around this sixth dancer who you will see in some of the other footage, the sixth dancers core. And she wrapped her legs around his core and swung her body around his core so that then she – it's so hard to explain. So that then she could spin around and jump off and land. So, like, imagine legs hugged around a hot, strong guy's core. She slings her body around, you know, um, while gripping her legs around his torso and then landed in, like, a cool, crouched position. And she does it, but I think she, again, this is not her, this, is, this was just an unfortunate thing. But when she does it, she went really hard and she lands it, but she, her dancer flings back and hits his knee. And he is he, immediately- he went, he went back. I think he, the force of it knocked him down to his knee. Like, I think he was supposed to stabilize, but the force right. of it made him fall down to his knee. And he is down. So, like, the number continues for a couple seconds, but the dancer is down on his back holding his knee while, like, Anitra keeps going, and then it's like, hold, 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 cut, stop, stop, stop. Um, And then... Guys on the floor, they're trying to see if he's okay. It is quiet. It is unbelievably quiet in the theater because we all saw it. And we, even though like they were like, maybe he'll become, maybe it'll be okay. Everyone who watched it knew like this guy's not okay. Like it might've been, he hit his knee hard. It might've been- in ACL thing, I don't know, but they, he hit his knee really fucking hard, and he's down, the medic comes on stage. You were there for that, though.
1: So I, that's when I come in, is I didn't know what was, I didn't notice what was happening on stage, and you go look on stage, and I see this dancer's down with the medic attending to him, and everyone is, it's very, very scary and very tense. He's, he's okay, its its he's not in impar- he's not in impar- it's his knee, obviously. Right. Um, so then they close the curtains,
0: yeah and they're like maybe he'll recover let's go see if he'll recover we'll close the curtains hold on a second
1: and so then there's there's downtime while we are waiting there's a lot of downtime I want to say there's it was a while 40 minutes while they regrouped 40 or minutes something. yeah where
0: we were just like nothing we don't know what's gonna happen
1: trivia they were doing a lot of trivia yeah um,
0: basic trivia come on some of the-
1: yeah, you're right. You
0: know, some yeah. of them were hard, but it was one some. someone was like, go back to Party City where you belong. Who said that? It's like, okay, guys. Guys, right. update the cards. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. And then they're like, okay. Um, then like the producer, another producer comes out, someone who's like, you've been behind the scenes before that. And they're like, so we are down a dancer. And that means we're going to have to re-choreograph every single one of these numbers one at a time.
1: Right. So, so what they say is basically we're working at a nature's number right now. And then we will do a queen's number. And then before every number, there will be a 10 to 20 minute gap where the dancers not only will be changing because it's the same dancers in every queen's number, but also they will be, Essentially re choreographing the number yes. to fit five dancers, Yes. which is I I can't imagine. And I mean, we didn't sign I can't an NDA. I don't think this is. Un- I didn't sign I, I, shit. I, I didn't sign anything. And, and and I will say, it's what's impressive about it is injuries happen. This is very common. I was seeing a production of company um, uh, where a dancer fell and was going to keep dancing. This was at NYU. This was an umbrella dancer Uh fell. And I remember another person in the show was like, no, 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 you sit down. I've seen too many injuries. You are sitting the rest of this show out. This happens. This happens in theater. This happens in dance, but the idea of the night couldn't be more high stakes. And so just know that every number you're watching was re was somewhat re choreographed 10 minutes before you saw it. And I I find it very impressive.
0: Very blowing, blew me away that then they were all as good as they were. um, Because yeah, they're down a dancer who was their like their stunt dancer or like the, the the strength guy, the guy who was going to help with the lifts and the guy who was clearly like that, the position player to do like the really hard strength driven stuff, like lifts and stuff like that. And they still did it without him. God bless. Um, but I was blown away that they did that. And I mean, again, it was I, kudos to all of these top four girls, because like to deal with that on top of you're already nervous. You're already scared. You already you already are trying to get through the nerves of how you've properly rehearsed this. And then they're like, guess what? One dancers down. We're changing it right now. And you have to do it. And they only did everyone. I got to say this again. Everyone did it once. No one did it twice.
1: I know. And I wonder, is that part of the competition that you're not allowed to, that it's like, no, you just get one time to do your number or, or they were all just so prepared yeah. that it was fine. I mean, it's, it's stunning that they had to redo
0: these yeah. numbers.
1: And Mono, you were saying the moment that was the lift was the yeah where she goes down into the splits a Anitra's song right
0: yes correct the moment that did have that original stunt was now like the her dropping into a split and i still think she did great but i feel i feel un- sad i'm not. Sad. i feel bad because she really wasn't at as full force as she was in the original take which of course not she's dealing i i could only i mean my heart breaks because like i'm sure she was feeling a bit of guilt and a bit of like also just nerves of like oh yeah what's the new thing we did what's the new thing we did while performing she was
1: on the dancer when he when he fell. like it's jar it's jarring and like yeah um i hope that dancer is okay um
0: me too you see him in one thing because he dances in the leland number because that was filmed before (gasps) this um so in that in that number you'll see six dancers anyway I just thought that was interesting and crazy. Having said that, do did you like Anitra's number?
1: Oh, I did. I thought it was really good. And I also really liked the context in the package that I, wished, I wish I'd wish i known watching it, which is Why Lotus? And mm-hmm. the idea that a lotus to grow has to go through the mud. Mm-hmm. That's incredibly powerful. I wish there would have been a way to like put that in the song in like a monologue yeah. form. Because there was a part that's like, oh, Lotus, interesting. Yeah. Why? And that gave it, um, <laughs> that gave it more, uh, it gave it more context, but like.
0: Yes. So and she like, was so yeah. lovely in the room. She had this dorky, like, always. Oh, she has this like dorky non-seriousness. And yet she's also the fiercest bitch in the room. It's, it's quite, she's quite an amazing queen.
1: It's, she's fantastic. Um, uh, so, so these interviews were way later in the night. <laughs> and. So we have to say it's TV taping. This is par for the course at a TV taping. The, I think the main reason they don't serve food and drink is just so people won't be constantly getting up. Right. And out because you don't want when you do a crowd pan over, you don't want to see empty seats. Right. Um, and if people are constantly walking in and out to get food and drink. That's going to yes. make the seats, especially for a night as long as this, that's going to make the seats very empty. So the, so but we're there a long time, especially because there's an injured dancer. There is no food.
0: We are and starving.
1: We have undereaten. Everyone has undereaten. Everyone is getting riled
0: up. Because, like, <laughs> occasionally they were leaving snacks out, like, they were, without telling anyone, because they don't have enough snacks for everyone. They were just sort of doing this weird thing of, like, mysteriously leaving snacks on the bar. And then whoever found them, found them.
1: If you found a snack, and we were in the the quote unquote you know the VIP section or whatever, mm-hmm. they threw us some cheez its occasionally, but right. there was no secret in we had to food to food. And the moment that I ate, <laughs> oh, who gave me? Was it oh, Crystal? was it Jeffrey Boyer Chapman? No, I think
0: was it Harvey. Was it? Harvey was in front no. of us.
1: So no, I was in the hall. I want to say it was oh. Crystal Method gave me. It was Crystal Method. A half of a Twix left. <laughs> it was like it was like we were in prison. Suddenly, <laughs> I was like, "I'm starving. There are no snacks." I was like, "I've had a Twix. Do you want the last half?" And I was like, "Bless you, bless your heart." And then I split that with Mono.
0: Yes, you were so kind. You really passed along the blessings, and then, you know, because we were like so hungry, and I was like, "We can't leave. They won't let us back in." Some people were yes. leaving because they were like, I don't care. I'm hungry. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. that was a really funny part. And thankfully afterwards, we got our burrito and, oh. and such. My wine, mine was really good. How was yours?
1: Oh, it was so good. Well, I got the quesadilla and then a couple tacos and it was a real party.
0: It was really good.
1: Oh, God. I I had never been. I'd rarely been that hungry. And we were joking with Alec Moppa. It's like, you think you kids have it hard. You are not <laughs> at the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> At RuPaul's drag race <laughs> we had but a crumb and, and if you got <laughs> a cheese it you were lucky. <laughs> yes.
0: Only our three second appearances were able to feed us. <laughs> and that was enough for us. Um, <laughs> Lux's package and performance. Lux, amazing. I love her big weird head, this big weird head moment. I love yes, her fashion. That's so funny. And hot take. I thought her number was the second best of the top four.
1: I really like the hook. Yes, I really, really, and and Lux is a songwriter, so I really, really thought that chorus was quite hooky.
0: Yeah, it it was, uh, Gene, I feel comfortable saying this, because Gene, my husband, like you, writes music, and he felt it was simply the best written piece of music. Yeah, Like, um, yeah, catchy, fun, I love the reveal. Uh, She really blew me away on the finale. I was, if they just went on performance... I probably would have put her in the top two, but I understand it was, it was a tough competition with these murderers row of a top four.
1: Yeah. And I mean, Mono, I know you and I both suspect that the, that, uh, Lux and mistress when they came out on stage knew that they weren't in the top two. There was, there was a vibe. I, I, I feel like they've been worn just so that they don't crumble in front of an audience. Yeah. Um, I will say for the rest of the night, they, they didn't really capture it. There are actually a lot of looks of mistress being very gracious, but mistress was not happy.
0: Oh, I think she looks pissed in the footage, but I oh, don't you know didn't? what the, what the, I, I can't tell if that's because I remember it or if the <laughs> viewers at home could be like, oh yeah, she looks pissed. She was I didn't, pissed.
1: I didn't think she looked that pissed in the footage, but in the moment I was like, Whoa, oh, she's, she's mad. Really mad. I, I, I
0: get it because on the one hand, like, was she ever going to, Okay. Okay, look, they were all—once Anitra and Sasha lip synced. they knew we were leading back to that moment. Everyone knew it. But having said that, Mistress's reaction from the audience was absolutely electric. And I see how (laughs) she was like, I am a fan favorite. I am such a fan favorite. I could be in this top two, you know?
1: I—it was a possibility. Definitely in my head, I was like, this might— this might happen. It just felt going into this finale. It's just going to be Sasha and Anitra. And like, yeah, I, I just don't know. I don't know a world. I don't know. <laughs> Is there a world in which anyone I, could have surpassed them? Like you, no. you wanted to see that lip sync.
0: That was it. That was always going to be the lip sync. And we we knew it. We knew it. We knew it. And OK, we're going to talk about the rest of the gags. But we da, da. silence, rage. Thank you to Angie for sponsoring this HeadGum podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Indeed. So if you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Yeah, doing stuff yourself seems fun, but then you actually get to, you know solving a problem and you realize that mm-hmm. you can create 10 more problems and then you probably should have just paid a, yeah. a professional to deal with it right off the bat. You can easily injure and or maim yourself as well Yeah, you don't want to do that. No, Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process you just get the app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. It's very convenient. It sure is, folks, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. So download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Thank you, Angie. Angie.com. Thank you. my break. Ooh, I just like at the Drag Race finale, I've eaten a small cup of dehydrated coconut flakes, and I am reinvigorated. Um, that was the saddest snack that we that we got. That was that was that felt like a real punch in the dick. <sighs> Um, but, uh, look, look, once, and once the snacks came, there were plenty of people who were like being skinny and being like, Oh no, thank you. Um, but not, not us. We I were was like, co-
1: I was covered in crumbs and I was actually very afraid you were going to cap the, the camera was going to capture the cheese. It's in my hand. Luckily it <laughs> didn't. And, and it's yeah. not like we were super featured, but I, I was eating throughout the rest of the night. I was just eating.
0: Me too. m ms Cheezits, it's some sort of popcorn I, I, I oh some sort of cheese balls i was really hogging
1: out it um, was it was like a, a hard soviet winter <laughs>
0: look bob Mackey moment god bless. what a treasure he was, was adorable cool. and i would smash okay i really would i i guess i have a a uh, a granddaddy thing. I'm looking for a gilf these days, and there's something about a polished, older queer man that I live for.
1: Sure, um, smash. I'd just be afraid you'd literally smash him.
0: I do think, yeah, I do think, but I would, I would let him uh, gingerly insert, uh, uh, enter me. Just gin- that's a ginger topping. I feel G- like
1: ginger for you or ginger for him.
0: I feel like he would gingerly top me, just kind of, just kind of yes. very carefully insert his penis into me. Whoop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, yep. Yeah, just kind of, just like, just like a, a, a mini sliding into a, a large parking spot, you know, like a <laughs> mini Cooper, just, <laughs> and I'd be happy for it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know, sometimes age adds length to the penis. So who knows? Really? Maybe yes, yes. Um, I mean, that's just gravity. But it's just gravity st- stretching oh. a dong out.
1: I never knew that.
0: No, yeah, it's a fun fact. Oh, because your ball sags,
1: so like your penis sags.
0: Yeah, gravity does, does its work. But
1: I don't. But does know that it affect bigger. it when it gets hot? Like it doesn't get I big. Don't. Like when it gets hard. I don't think so.
0: I just wanted to say the most vulgar thing I could imagine, and, and I and I I did. <laughs>
1: One time I saw my grandpa naked and you're making me laugh.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw my grandpa naked once too and it kind of traumed me. Yeah, it was it's not kind good. Of bur-
1: it's kind of burned in my brain. And like, I remember walking, I was really young and I was sleeping over at their house and I passed by and his pants were down and he went, whoops. Yeah, fuck. And I, I- remember seeing
0: <laughs> my grandma naked and not understanding what I was looking at. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Like genuinely, like genuinely being like, oh, that's a body. Like I didn't know what I was looking at. And I was like, that's a body.
1: Had you seen another woman naked? Another. Have you seen other women naked? Okay.
0: Yes. But I just. Oh,
1: that's a body. (laughs) Okay, mistress. (laughs) No, we're not exposed as kids to anything less than like perfect the idea of perfect bodies. So anything that we see that's not what we think is bizarre. And um, someone gave my daughter this book called Bodies Are Cool. Oh, which I is love a, this. It's, it's a book all about body positivity that shows clothed adults uh, and clothed kids like with all different types of bodies. Bodies with stretch marks. um, Bodies that are heavier, bodies that are skinnier, they're they are like amputees. And it's like, bodies are cool. Here's this type of body, but bodies are cool. And it's so powerful.
0: I fucking love that. I love Jesus. it so much. I would have loved to have had that as a kid because that would have helped. Um, I Because I definitely, I feel like in 90s, it was just like, you're this way and one day you'll grow up to be Pamela Anderson. You know, yes. it was just like, that was the understood uh, assumption. Um, You
1: just did, you don't see normal people naked. I mean, I think certain types of amateur porn are more indicative of what the world really looks like than most mainstream TV and film.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so show your kids amateur porn. I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) Yeah. What I'm saying is this mistress package was also really ginger and touching because it's like, it was nice to see her be emotional. and It was nice for her to say, like, people come up to me who look like me and her like, I didn't know I could be as powerful as you are. And I thought that was really, really cool to be like, yeah, like mistress is a thick, juicy Latinx queer person. And it's just like to see her possess that much power is like really amazing for like another big person to be like, I can have that much power if I choose to.
1: Totally, and she's had such a, a rough go. Just Awful. hearing her stories, and that's why I don't want to like carp too much on like, oh, Lucy was bullied because everyone has their shit. Yeah, yeah, it's a high pressure set, and she's a great. She's great at what she does, Mistress.
0: She's great at what she does, and I loved her number a lot. Again, really fun in the room. The lift was a huge moment when they yeah. uh, they did the the split lift with her. It was fantastic. I mean, uh, frankly, you know, it was... I didn't think she would be in the top two based on this, but I fucking love her, and I can't wait to see her dominate a, a, a the stage, another season of Drag Race. I, 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 I'm I, obsessed with her.
1: It'll be fun for her to hopefully come back. I love this ending with the syringes. That was that great. Was, like, I love the theme. Awesome. I love a good theme.
0: Awesome. Yeah, yeah. She was awesome. That reveal really killed in the room.
1: Oh, yeah. I didn't hear it. But like in the room where she took off her coat and she had the assless uh, skirt. Like that was huge. Like like, that was a huge moment.
0: Yeah. Um, Lover, lover, lover. She dominates. Um, She's so fucking funny. She also dominates. There's a crowning video you have to watch because they did the live crowning of them. Oh, yeah. And it is it is delightful and funny, and it's great to see Sasha get emotional, but it's also just she is so funny. Like when, when they announce Sasha and Nietzsche are the top two, she like freaks out in a very comedic way. Mistress? Yes. That's great. It's so funny as if she didn't know. It's amazing. Um okay, great. Do we should we move on to yeah. Sasha's? Oh, Ross's one-liners. Sasha's. That was funny because there were some one-liners he got in there that they didn't air. And uh, it was just funny to every oh. time see Ross Ross do his Ross thing and be like, you didn't steal, you didn't show up. You still stole the show. It was, it was
1: like, you didn't show up. You showed off. Yes, that was one where it I was like, It sounds like Ross, it's going to be a read, but it's actually it just a nice thing to say. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was not,
0: not at Ross's usual caliber. I was like, Ross. Come on. Come on, okay, Sasha's number. I mean, what can we say?
1: You, this... you can't under. You just can't understate when the second she came out, she yes. was. You know, we were really tired. Yes, but like the second she came out, is that fucking snake? You better walk that fucking snake. Yes, we. We lost our mi- Like, it, it just, we lost no our minds. No one sat that down number- for a second. No and one, one sat down sat- for a second. The moment, the tongue thing, we were all just, our minds were blown. Yes.
0: We were horny. We were happy. We were laughing. We, it was truly like being in the presence of a Greek goddess. I mean, yes. it was crazy and undeniable. It was just like, and I, I feel like that came across in, even in the filming, you know, uh, watching it with people too. They were like Just looking at each other like it's over. It's over. Yeah. And it kinda was.
1: I would love to know where how much input they had in each of their numbers, because this this hairography was unbelievable. I would love to know, and I'm sure that was factored into who won, is is these are big production numbers that they had, I'm sure, a long time to prep. So how much input did they have in the writing of their song? How much input did they have in the choreography? How much input did they have in the costume? Because this is brilliant.
0: This is brilliant. And I also got to say, I mean, what's what's also bad news for the girls is this skill is literally what Sasha Colby has been doing for over a decade, like doing pageant style dance numbers for an audience, you know? So it's like this challenge, if you will, is the one she actually has the most expertise at. So they're doomed.
1: Do you know what's also a little depressing is so Sasha Colby's like, oh, the mother, she's your favorite drag queen, favorite drag queen. And I looked, I looked it up. I'm like, oh, how old is Sasha Colby? Everyone's like, oh, she's been with uh-huh. She's 37.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My age, my age. She's, I know.
1: She's our, I'm 36. She's I'm yes. like, oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
0: It's happening. I it's happening.
1: I'm, I guess I'm. Okay. Yeah,
0: last night we were watching, this is so stupid, we were being dumb and watching Step Brothers. And um, (laughs) we were like, oh yeah, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell and John C. Riley look a mess. And we were like, I think they're exactly our age in this. You know? You know when they're like being comically old, weird boy men? It's like, oh, they're like our age. They're Mm -hmm. our age.
1: But also you see people hitting at age... In their early forties now, like I don't know, it's, it's, I mean, it's it's not it's not across the board. We're old, but no. but in the world of drag,
0: we're ancient. For her
1: to be like the mother of everyone, and she's our age, yes, um, is just like to know that Sasha Colby could have been in in my high school class. Yeah, is uh weird. Her
0: timing is perfect. I mean, look, she's earned it. She's still she's like amazing. She's amazing, and it is that sweet spot of like thank God she got this crown because she's deserving of it and like I maybe she'll be doing this for another decade, but like my god, it's like the the level of drag experience and straight up my body can still do crazy shit. There's like a there's like a crossover. There's like a Venn diagram where you can be hella experienced and your body can still do these insane things that make us gag the way many young performers can.
1: (sighs) I'm going to right after this, I'm going to work out and then work. I've been been, uh, before every show that I've been doing lately, I've been working my splits. Oh, okay. I'm getting close to a full split again. Um, (sighs) And I, I think if there is a writer's strike, maybe one of my goals over the strike will be learn how to do the like a nitro like oh split. my
0: god do you think you could I would love I would live
1: I, I'd have to really I mean a big goal would be to learn how to do a death drop but I, I don't even know the mechanics of that yeah I don't even I don't know how you do that without the most dangerous part to hit on your head is the back of your head yeah like when I was I was on the show reboot with Johnny Knoxville and and Johnny was saying uh The only thing that was amazing, I miss it. The uh, huh? I miss
0: reboot, it was amazing.
1: But he was saying on Jackass, the only thing they really try to really, really avoid is uh hitting the back of your head because that that can kill you. So I don't understand how a death drop doesn't kill you because it looks like you hit the back of your head, right? Hence, death drop, yes, anyway.
0: Yeah, we can move we'll on. Move, Peck. work on that and What's WTA strong vote. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Look, this is us. Not me. Not swaying. You oh, swaying. Oh, oh wait,
1: go back. Sorry. We're just watching that it.
0: That moment is really funny. Again,
1: I just can't. OK, so at 40, if you're watching it on. <laughs> oh, my God. If you're watching this 40, on wow 20, 20, 40, 24, <laughs> you see me swaying my hands. I can't. Oh, and Mono, you're laughing at me. I I'm like <laughs> I, I, I,
0: I. was like Rachel. I'm what doing are you doing, what they Rachel? Told what me are you doing? To do. I
1: I'm couldn't doing. believe. That. I was like, Rachel,
0: <laughs> you're a creator of a TV show. Why are you doing what the, these these people are trying to make because you? do? Because
1: I am an unpaid extra on this show, and I want to do my part, <laughs> and I want to be hired again for unpaid background on RuPaul's Drag Race. I,
0: I want. I really want to go again. I will, but we'll see if it happens. Oh, I want boy. to go again. You'd go back? I bring snacks. I would I would just bring good snacks and, and, and definitely eat weed. I made it was just that thing where like we we you we just had your birthday party the night before. So like I was like just like still like not ready to like party again after that. But my god, I wish I was maybe a little high or a little drunk or something.
1: I know I was hungover, but also the in 2 days I had another one of my shows and mm-hmm. weed really fucks up my voice.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah.
1: next time, oh, look at there's us again. Sorry, I now I was, well, it's also hard to find us because Cara Delevingne and I are wearing basically the same outfit. Yes. So every time I think it's me, it's her and they show her more because she's more famous, which yes. is understandable. Yes. Uh, but I did not mean to match with her.
0: I love that. You you both look sickening. Your hair was fucking coiffed.
1: I just straightened it myself.
0: And I got to say I now, on the being... far right... Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I thought you were something... To, okay. Got to say, you can see the sixth dancer on the far right of the wig loose number. <gasps> poor, oh, yeah, poor gentleman. Strong gentleman. I hope he's recovering.
1: I um, know. Knee stuff is so... Oh, that's the worst. I know.
0: It's important. Um, God bless. This was actually a really... Look, I think the song is well written. You go, Leland.
1: And, assumed, assumedly, um, Orville Peck, who... Yeah. Um, doesn't it's interesting, everyone knows his real name, but he still won't like he's been on, I think, the West End, but he still won't show his face. Right. So I don't I don't know. And what did he do during COVID? Because he's covering his like
0: right. eyes.
1: So did he wear a mask under the eye? I think so. I don't know what his deal was,
0: but uh, you can find his face online. I hate to tell ya. It's easy, sure you, it's pretty easy to find. I'm sure, you he's can. a sexy man. I gotta say, he's a very sexy his man. voice
1: is like um, a Johnny Cash, Roy Orbison, beautiful bass.
0: Yeah. Oh. 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 Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Oh. Oh. Drag is a fight. Um, so Willow Pill, love her her crowning look. What do you think of her crowning look and her flicking us all off in the audience?
1: Amazing. And I, but I'm also worried because she, her main speech was like, it's been a really tough year for me. And I'm like, oh no, I don't yeah. know what happened. Um. I know. I wonder it's what powerful to say that though. Like if America's drag superstar can have a terrible year, it's okay for you to have a terrible year. I thought uh, that was really well.
0: beautiful, and I'm so glad she said that. Like, that's really nice for anyone to hear. If, like, I'm the, I'm a winner, and you can struggle, too. It's like, that's nice. That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I hope her health is well. Um, she I looks know. Amazing. That's what I think about. Yeah. She looks amazing. She's so <sighs> cool. She's so funny. Corn Snack came out and did a rap for Miss Congeniality. That was hard to decipher on the day
1: i was wondering why they put the captions i'm I'm glad they put the captions in it's a very fast rap um yeah it's a fast rap i'm glad they
0: it was cool i'm glad
1: they put it in i watched this i made i made my daughter watch this with me i was Mm -hmm. trying to get her to watch the whole finale and then she just said no muppet babies but i made her watch this Mm -hmm. and she's like is that a lion (laughs) <laughs> I said, no, 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 this is cornbread. She's dressed as a lion. And then she thinks about it for a moment. She goes, I like her. <laughs> That's so, really cute. Three-year-old. she cornbread. You have the three-year-old seal of approval. Cornbread.
0: Cornbread's amazing and fun and likable. And yeah, drag is fun for everyone. Oh, um, and then
1: at the end, hmm. uh, she was, uh, my daughter was looking at everyone on stage. She went, are these Disney characters? <laughs> Is yeah. this Disney? And I said, uh, No, no. But and she goes, They look like Disney princesses. They're so pretty. <laughs> and I You're was like, like Yes, much. they're pretty. Exactly. Oh, I mean, I I, could I go on would a whole rant okay. about.
0: I love this. Now, I all I want to do is see the Drizella. What's the other sister's name? Drizella and oh, um, um, Anastasia with that that movie starring sugar and spice <gasps> i mean i don't
1: i don't think they have i don't think the they can chops. remember
0: no they can't remember a, a line to save their life i uh, mean sugar
1: and and they show it during the number sugar is not lip-syncing it i, I was I, laughing so I, hard it's a, it is a choice she's just like no i'm not gonna sing
0: I was laughing so hard when she refused to lip sync and she's on camera and she doesn't care.
1: I I think she's like, I'm just going to look, moving my face right now will make me look less hot potentially. So she's like, nope. Yeah. I would not have given congeniality to Malaysia. Sorry.
0: I would have given it to Spice or both Sugar and Spice.
1: I would have given it to Sasha Colby, but I guess you can't give Miss Congeniality to one of the top two. It feels
0: like you can't vote for one of the top four or something. I can't tell. But then again, some people say they voted for mistress. I don't get it. Um, Mistress? I know, right? I don't know. I don't know. Miss Congeniality is a crapshoot. But I, I just thought Spice would be a funnier. Sorry, also for next year, handing it over, Spice is a funnier choice. Just to be like, see her trot out and hand over Miss Congeniality next
1: year. Yeah, that's true.
0: Okay, this was really powerful. Jinx's Jinx's song.
1: Well, I'm so bummed that I missed her on Broadway. So to be able to actually see her big number here was just such a thrill.
0: Thrilling. Wonderful. Oh, Moving, chills. I mean, I Jeez. was so glad you were there. I mean, frankly, of anyone, I was like horny that you were there to Ugh. witness this moment.
1: One of the great Broadway numbers sung by one of the great Broadway drag queens. Yeah. I mean... It was made for me. Happy was, birthday to me. It was a big and it was your birthday weekend. It was my birthday weekend.
0: It was amazing. I Ugh. just wonderful. She's a genius. She's cute. And then she had the Rue moment and I, I she went even longer a little bit than we obviously got to see. And it was so cute to see her pour a little bit of her heart out and say, Thank you, Rue, for changing my life. And yeah. like now I am a Broadway performer.
1: Yeah. That was a beautiful for full circle moment. She's so fucking talented.
0: She's amazing. She's an artist. Like you know, I, I mean that so purely. It's like there are a lot of great drag queens. Jinx Monsoon is an artist. Yeah. Lover, lover, her. and really, all we have left to talk about is that finale lip sync, which we were there for. Knock I mean, on wood.
1: So the so the lip sync, I have to say, the moment where Sasha Colby. Took the uh, wire out of her bodice for a yes. second. I was very afraid it was going to be some wracking. sort of wardrobe fail. Yes, that it wasn't going to work. Yes, but it happened to work just on the moment. And they kind of gloss over it a little bit in the edit. Like you don't. They
0: did quite, gloss over.
1: You don't quite. There is a moment where it almost looks like it's not going to work, and then it does. Yes, and it was a. And it was like. Thank God, because in that moment, I was like, oh, my God, is she going to lose this?
0: Right. With a
1: wardrobe. And then it worked. And then she turned her own phone. Fu- oh, my God. Sorry, you're right behind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There Undo- we are. Don't fuck it up yourself.
0: So- there we are. Literally, Alec Mappa is like literally, j- he's literally angling into the shot. And he's like literally saying, you bitch, you're in the shot. And I'm telling him, Alec, I don't care. Stop talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Um. The, yes So yes That is an important part of it Of like Even getting out of this Giant beast jacket this, You know It was nerve wracking Because it was like Everything was just barely On the beat Where it was like Okay Oh she's gonna hit the, She's gonna hit her next mark She's gonna hit her next mark But yeah The dress pull up was stressful
1: But then she Turning your own Coat Into your own Bearskin rug To then dance on Uh uh-huh. Is Fucking Brilliant yeah. <laughs> and they and they don't, because they're going between her and Anitra on the edit, but you have to understand that, like, for the final part of the song, she's just writhing on this bearskin rug of her own making. Yes. She basically made her costume her own set. It was yes. awesome.
0: It was incredible. It was awesome. I really wish I could watch just the full screen of both, which we did. But even being in the room, it was hard to know who to focus on. Yes. Um... But yeah, oh, yeah, the the hair bundles. Anisha oh, was great. Her body, her
1: body's, fa- I mean. Yes. I, I, I mean, it, the body I is. love her body, and then it makes me feel like, oh, God, I got to work out more. I mean, I know she's well, obviously had, had work done. She's had um, work
0: done, and she's not shy about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, could I ever get that ass
0: yeah, you could. I think so? you could because I mean, look, all tea, no shade. I think that ass is. I don't. It's it's pumped with either her own juicy fat or some some <laughs> robots. But whatever it is, it's beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd like to meet myself in a world where I really work out every day and uh, what I look like. Totally.
0: But that's what's so weird is like I I I, what I hate about working out is that you just do it and you like love like you just do it and you're supposed to focus on the strength and you're supposed to focus on your health. And then like the results are supposed to just be like tangential to like the self-improvement you're doing. And I've never been able to I'm trying really hard to master that like positive, normal, healthy attitude on it.
1: Oh, the idea of like, no, no, no. Truly work out just for the joy of exercise and moving your body and appreciating <laughs> your body. That's really hard to learn.
0: Really hard.
1: It's really, really like, no, I'm looking at my Fitbit to see if I'm burning yeah. the cardio. Cause that means burning fat. I don't know. I'm in, a, I'm definitely in a journey with my body and, and my looks and, um, I don't know. It's the patriarchy. I'm with you.
0: It's the patriarchy. Um, I am fully with you. It's the biggest thing I work on in therapy is like literally like being able to look in a mirror and like continue to give myself positive messages, even when that voice really wants to not give me positive messages. And um, it's fucking hard. It's fucking hard. Especially when you're working out. Working out feels close to mental unwellness. Because (laughs) it's just, what's crazier than being like, I have a weight. I lift it. I lift (laughs) it. I lift it. Like, that feels to me like the definition of mental unwellness. It's just like, what am I doing?
1: What am I doing? And it would be so funny to our ancestors because they'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, no, that's just a day in the life. You lift the bricks Yes. You put down the bricks. Why are you making yourself do this? You have a life of leisure where you can just like sit around and be fat. Great. Fully. Yeah, yeah. That sounds fully. that sounds wonderful. Um, but yeah, I've been thinking. There's this book called The Beauty Myth. I've been thinking about a lot uh, that talks about the Dove Real Beauty ad campaign mm-hmm. and this site and and it being an example of this idea of like everyone's beautiful you're beautiful. And that being taken up, taken up up by like various makeup, all of these companies, right. Where they're like, anyone is beautiful. You can be beautiful. But the beauty myth argues like, no, no, no. The real feminist thing is to be like, so what if you're not beautiful? What does beautiful even mean? Mm -hmm. That's a standard of, of kind of the patriarchy. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's going to be hot. Not everyone's going to be beautiful. And that's okay. That's only one quality, but we, for whatever reason, prize outer beauty. Yeah. The inner beauty stuff, when it's done by any cosmetics company, it's bullshit. They want to sell you makeup, so it's like, yeah. you know, bring your inner beauty on the outside, and or buy our shit, or you could just like Francis McDormand it and not wear makeup ever, yeah, and and like not care. Yeah. So I'm I, I and I'm torn. I don't know because I love putting on makeup and I love looking hot, and mm-hmm. it's I don't I don't have the answer. It's just that book. It made me really think about. Yeah,
0: beauty. Well, maybe that's way. what's weird. That's what's weird, and 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 I, I truly I'm not trying to wrap it around, but it is like drag, and like I think like a a weird cool thing about drag is like we all participate in it, and part of it is being like I love myself without this, and I can love myself with this. I can love myself with this big beautiful makeup mask on, and 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 have fun and live that fantasy, and I can take it off and still love the same person. Like, yes. and that's hard, easier said than done. Because um, both are you. Both are you. Like, both are you. Both are an, a, a cool part of you. Both are why you're lovable. You know what I mean? Like, the, the the parts of me that are like, I'm gross and blah, 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 whatever. Those parts are so lovable about me too because that's where my comedy comes from. That's where my ability to connect with people comes from. That's where my empathy comes from. And it's like trying to love them both. It's hard.
1: It is. And I and I think drag is a really interesting example of uh, the way often to get in touch with yourself and to love yourself more is to put on a lot of makeup mm-hmm. because that's more you than the you you are. And I, I, yeah.
0: And we're also very lucky that we have supportive partners because like I, oh I've God. recently like, you know, obviously I'm, I'm tr- <laughs> we both have. We both have some interesting, I I think it's the influence of our family because, you know, like sometimes I'll catch myself saying something like, um, let's say I'm baiting my partner to say something nice about my appearance (laughs) and I know I'm doing it and I can't stop it, but I'm doing it. And then Gene is nice enough to say like, we like, I look different, you know? And he's like, we all look different. You know what I mean? Like we've been together (laughs) seven years. We all look different than we did seven years ago. And like, that's a fact. And that doesn't mean you can get less love.
1: Gregor and I have been together 15 years. Yeah. And there was one time we were on vacation (laughs) and it was some activity. It was like snorkeling where there was like part of the package was like a video. Mm -hmm. And so, and then you watch it after. And so it's a video of yourself in a swimsuit. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) we watched this video And then I remember we're at lunch. This is like beautiful hotel in Tahiti. And we're both really depressed because we've seen our bodies unvarnished in bathing suits. And I, and I looked at him and I went, thank you for fucking me. (laughs) And I look back at that and that's when I was a size or two smaller than I am now, but I've never been ripped. Even when I was, even when I, when I was a size like two, four, I wasn't. I still had like a belly, like a normal sure. belly. And yes, having a partner who, um, yes, we're we're very, we're very, very lucky people.
0: We're very lucky. And, but I, I think what's the, we, what the weird thing is like, you can feel the way we're feeling, I, whether you're partnered or not. I just want to share like, you can feel the way we're feeling and still find someone who, elevates your worth. You know what I mean? Like truly, like I was still this insecure person when I met Jean and I was able to be with someone who says like, I know you feel that way and it's okay. Like I can make you, you, I can make you feel, you know what I mean? I, I can help you feel better about that or like having those self-esteem issues doesn't make your worth any
1: less. Yes. Yeah, someone who really understands where you're coming from and validates you and doesn't go, oh my God, stop talking about this. Yeah. I'm tired of you talking about this. That's I find that a lot of the kind of old tropes about being in a long-term relationship. It's like, and I guess I'm talking about like hacky stand-up bits. Some of them are true, but also some of them are. Oh no, that's a that's not a good. Uh, you're not in a good validating mm-hmm. relationship. Uh, I don't know. We, we should have. We should just have a podcast, where we we could talk forever. talk about our relationships.
0: We could talk forever, um, and I'm glad we're talking. Um, and while we're talking, we get to watch our rightful queen Sasha Colby take this goddamn crown. Oh, I God, mean, I, I really got to
1: see her perform. We got to see her. I've never seen her live.
0: I saw her live in the Before Time. Amazing, amazing. Now I would love to see her. It'll be fucking hard to get her to see her, but we got to do it. We got to do it. There's no no if, ands, or buts.
1: Do you think she'll... she's gonna tour right?
0: Absolutely. The
1: Queens, she, like, usually do a season, they do, like, a season 15 tour, and then some of them will go to the Vegas show.
0: Yeah, she'll probably be on Work the World, which is, like, the Voss event tour, which is the tour that...
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. She'll Ooh, probably be on I went to, the I went to during COVID, I mm-hmm. went to the one where you, it was the drive-in, where you, yes, sit, where you yes. stayed in your cars. It was really cool.
0: It was fucking fun. Yeah, we got to go to the, the I've been to the, the theater shows, too. They're amazing. They're they're really amazing. So we got to go to that when it comes around our part of town. I'm sure she'll be in it. They always Ooh, have I some also, of the, the top I, girls in there.
1: I also kind of want to go to Vegas just to see the Vegas show.
0: Oh my God, let's go. Have you seen it? We have, but I want to go back because the girls always change. Like the cast is completely different than the last time I saw it.
1: That would be so fun because I have I've haven't done like a Vegas trip just for me in a long time.
0: Let's do it. We just did, for me. Let's do it. It's dumb. We even stayed at the Flamingo, which was equal parts disgusting and thrilling.
1: Oh, yeah. The,
0: f- the food is dog shit. <laughs> the food is dog shit. Okay, um, Rachel, where can we support you and follow you? Um,
1: You can just check my Instagram, a website.
0: You have, you have some shows com.
1: coming up. So I'm, I do have a touring, it's a, it's a touring show, touring-ish, it, it's it not like on a tour bus or anything, but I have a show called Death, Let Me Do My Special. It's my new solo show that's kind of stand-up meets music meets storytelling meets a one-act play uh, that I'm taking around. I'm doing it periodically in L.A. Yes. Doing the East Coast, I th- think I should have some Chicago dates still open. I'm going to London. There are still some London dates open Whew. and more dates to come. But it's been an absolute joy. So check that out. Oh, that's so fucking cool. That's so fun. You're going to London. Pip, pip. Pip pip and
0: Cheerio! If you like Dragger Podcast, follow <laughs> us at Dragger Podcast on Instagram and give us five stars on the Apple Podcast, like this genius Marco Iflaca. It says the best frenemies in the business. I love you guys so so much. Thank you for cutting it up with the best of them. <laughs> um, thank you for giving us five stars. We live.
1: I mean, I could listen to you and Oscar hate each other forever. <laughs> and there are numerous places to listen to that, and it's still not enough. Oh, it's so exciting. And, I mean, I'm
0: uh, the show's sold out, but come next week to Bad Drag Race, I yes. have the pleasure of hosting it with the Bendela Krem, who can I, we weirdly got connected all together um, through Bendela, and it's going to be really fun to host our disgusting drag with one of the best drag drag queens on earth
1: it's so great and i connected with DeLa because i uh heard him on your on on And yeah. i was like and i and i realized oh my god he's in la and i just reached out and then we started hanging out and it's the best he's the best he's the greatest person that's the 21st
0: that's the what 21st come okay. if you want if you yep. want um amazing yeah okay till next time everybody let the music play
1: a HeadGum original.